and so the Gemara Hokanami will say here also that Tanekamer said that you can take these thoughts and use them for Scott. She imposes Sodomish. It's a case we actually pounded them. So it's a mice. If he actually found them, so why should he have a chalikis? The chalikis says it's not good. He hope he might time I do a chalikis. But the reason the chalikis says it's not good. A chalikis say it's not good. The previous barayis are not in base. And to the more, the almost chalikis, a chalikis almost chalikis. In that story of Moses on the board, chalikis will hold, it won't help even Moses that now of Yisim made Tommy's and the others are still a couple to me like a like food now we'll soon see why that is why should the of Yisim say it's still a couple to me again we're justifying the Acher who say that the others are still considered an idol despite the fact that they're so why is it so see when I say hi man what kind of answer is this this is right over there. Time the Rabbi Yehseh. Why does he say over there? That despite the fact that Boston, Rabbi Yehseh still insists, it's still an oichel, a yad, it's still an oichel. Because it still fits for something, for the food. It is shimen loti. No, my shimen loti is, because it's fit to overturn it, to handle it by means of a piss for a pitchfork is not a, a spade. A spade, a shovel, doesn't have any air space. It's a, it's a solid piece of metal. But a pitchfork is just times. And between the times, the food will fall out. But now that's connected even loosely to the stems, it's handier to handle the pitchfork. That's what he is idea, according to the logics. Therefore, it's still a yard. Even though he pounded it to get rid to separate the stems from the food, Abiyasa still has a din of a yard because it's, still, it's, serv- it's serviceable. Because it's serviceable. Because it helps the handle like this one. So over there, it makes some sense. Now the here, the in the case where he's putting it on this heart, so he doesn't care for the grain anymore, and he demonstrated he doesn't care for the grain because he pounded it beforehand, so what did he, so why should it be considered to attach? Again, he pounded the grain, and he pounded the, the stalks to loosen them from the grain, and it's almost loose. So who cares that it's still connected, but he's putting all this sugar stuff, and doesn't tend to use it anymore. Over there, it's in the garden, it's in the grain pile, and eventually you're going to take the whole business and shovel into a wagon or in the sack and carry it away. See, so still needs the connection of the stalks to the grain. It's easier to handle the pitchfork and throw it into the sack into the wagon. But here, you're not going to transport it any place. You put it on top of the sook of the sack and doesn't care for the grain at all. But he showed by Moses, so he doesn't care for the grain. So here, why should anybody be motivated and still consider it as an oil? Let's take that aside. Answer the Gemara. It's true that after threshing them or flailing them, 
when the stalks are only loosely connected to the ears of grain, they're not fit as yodas anymore to transport the grain, but lechisosa, when he's taking apart the sukkah, after yontiv, lechazye, it's fit. Again, chazye, it's fit, lechisosa, when he's taking apart the sukkah, lemimkat lehu, he can take hold of the ears of grain, begilaihu, by the stems. The stems are still good enough to pull it off the schach. That's all. So once more. Before, originally, when the stalks were attached to the grain, so they're fully useful as yodas, that's how you make sheaves, you tie together the stalks and transport the grain. Once you flail them, so now the stalks only weakly attached to the ears of grain, no good anymore to make sheaves and to transport it because it'll, the grain will fall off. But while it's still on the top of the schach, even this week, this tenuous connection is still useful as the others because you can pull off the grain from the roof by means of the stems. At least that much. So now that's the machlekes between the Tanakam and the Acherim. If that weak function is chashev enough, to make it still call yodos or not, say that Gufa, call yodos hoichlim, all the handles of food, like stems of apples, or stems of grapes, or stalks of grain, the straws on which the grain is attached, they're called yodos, and the din is, if a sheretz, a dead sheretz, touches the yard, although the yard is not the royal achille, the yard itself is not a meichel, but because it's a handle to the oichel, it's like an oichel itself, it's mekabel tumim, and it brings tumim to the oichel, shebosis on the geiren, if he trampled on them, now that's one pshat, we'll see a two pshat in here, first we'll say one pshat, he trampled upon the yodis, and again he threshed it. So the yodis are now not tightly connected to the food to harvest. And for the time being, we'll say the pshat is, since the yodis now only loosely connected to the food, it's not real yodis anymore, and that toya means if a, if a tumor would touch the yard, it would not bring tumor to the eichel. The Rabbi Yehissi says, despite the fact that they trampled on the yodas, they are still called yodas as long as they're still attached to the food, and if a tume touches the yodas, and they are tome, and they make the echol tome. Now before we, go, before we go on, just talk over this one hagdome and make sure. What's meant by bisoson? Actually he trod upon it, trampled it. Like we say, Mizboiseses Bidomaya. Boz is a Russian Kurdish Tanakh word which means to trample. So he trampled upon the Yodas, he threshed it like people trample with the feet of the behemoths or their own feet, they dance upon the grain to loosen the stalks from the grain. So therefore he demonstrated by that that he's not interested that the Yodas should be connected to the Echol. And even though they're still connected, but this is a maizeh that shows he doesn't want them anymore. 
and if a sheretz were touched, a dead sheretz were touched the others, they yichlim atoyah. Rabbi Elozer, Amen. It doesn't mean Bosa's son that he trampled on them. Shehitir oigdon, he loosened their bond, their connection. It means he loosened them from their connection to the food. Now, where does Bosa's son come in? That because the word Bosis in the Gemara language, Bosis means basis or a pedestal, a support, a handle. It means just like Sokhel means to throw stones. Sakhel means to take away the stones. Shoresh means a root. The Shoresh means to uproot. So also, Boses means a basis, a handle. And Lavases means to, to remove the handle. So he removed their handles. Even though he actually didn't remove it entirely. But he did certain things to show that he doesn't want it as a handle. What did he do? He untied the sheaf of grain. There was a rope or a straw around the sheaf of grain. And how do you tie it? You can't tie the rope around the grain itself. You tie it around the stalks, which hold the grain together, the straws. So if he untied the straws, that shows that he's already not interested that the straws should be used to convey, to carry, to transport the grain. Because when the stalks are tied together, you're showing that you want the stalks as a means of transporting the grain. The ears of grain on top. When you untie the stalks, you're showing you don't care for the stalks for that purpose anymore. So even though you didn't do anything, you just untied it, that's enough to make it no longer a yad. So he must say, he, un- he loosened the knot, the bond by which they were tied together, the stalks were tied together in a sheaf. And he loosened them. I knew that's the reason the Metana Abiesa says it doesn't help because it's not a decisive act. It's more like a thought just by untying the stalks. So since it's not a real act, so something that's only a machshove cannot be moitzi something midei kabolas tume like we learned last time. And in order to take something out of the status of its ability to be mekabol tume, you have to do a maizah. And really untying is not called a maisa, according to Rabbi Yehseh. Hello, Rabbi Yehseh says that means he actually trampled. That's a big maisa because he loosened the stalks from their connection to the food. Amai, metama, Rabbi Yehseh. Why does Rabbi Yehseh insist that it's still metama, it's still a yad, and a kabbal After all, a maisa can be maisa, meyad, kabbal Omar Rabbi Shimon Lokish answers, what is Abiyasi's reason why it's still metam, it's still called a yacht, despite the fact that he trampled on it? Because it's still fit to overturn it with a pitchfork. Their pitchforks had only two tines, only two forks, two uh, t- uh, spears. So therefore, since it was such a pitchfork that if you were to try to overturn grain, the grain couldn't be overturned by a pitchfork with two tines. So therefore, it's useful to him to have the stalk still attached to the grain, even though it's weakly attached, and you can't transport it anymore, that means. But if you try with a pitchfork, you can turn it over again in case you want it 
to thresh it better or even to carry it a little place, a little uh, distance from here to the corner, to, from here to the corner of the threshing floor. So therefore, it still has a usefulness. The handles are still yodas. So again, the Tanekama says, when if you untie this string, no, if you, if you trample on the grain, it shows that you don't care for the connection between the stalks and the grain anymore. And Rabbi Yezir says, no, since it's still useful, at least to be handled by a pitchfork, it gives more substance to the grain. You can turn it over with that pitchfork, therefore you still consider it the others, and it's been cobbled to a man. Say that.